Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Monday, January 7th, 2019. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Bill Bank Green. All right, Bank, uh, plenty to discuss on today's show, my man. We're going to talk about Ryan Day, filling out his coaching staff. We'll talk some recruiting. We'll talk a little bit about Justin Fields. But let's start right at the top with coaching news and moves. Uh, Alex Grinch to Oklahoma, of course, Bank. That's been official for a few days now. A lot of people thought Grinch might be promoted to defensive coordinator at Ohio State, but that's obviously not the way it worked out. So do you think Greg Schiano is staying on as Ryan Day's defensive coordinator? Yeah, I definitely do. Um, it would be hard for me to believe they let Grinch walk and then are going to let Schiano either walk on his own or fire him unless they have somebody else in mind to run that defense. And, you know, maybe they want to wait until the convention to announce it. But I, I don't think that's what's happening. Uh, I feel that it came down to Grant Shiano. Ryan Day made his choice. I think he could have installed Ryan Grinch as the defensive coordinator and either busted Shiano down to position coach, uh, similar to what he did last year with Kevin Wilson and Ryan Day. He could have done that again. And if Shiano blocked the chance, he could have let him walk. But I think, you know, they, they couldn't keep both, I don't think. So I think Ryan Day made the decision. He he's going with Greg Schiano, and he let Alex Grinch walk. And you know we're going to find out if that was the right move or not. You know there's no way to know right now. Is Bill Davis leaving for sure, and who might replace him as linebackers coach? Well, I'm not saying for sure, but I I think pretty sure. <laughs> are, I think the odds are pretty good that he's not coming back next year. I don't think Ohio State wants to fire him. Um, I believe that he's been told you got to find a job. You know, we don't want to embarrass you, but I, I, I would believe in that case he's been given a drop dead date that, you know, you got to find another job, but we're going to have to fire you because we have to proceed. Um, so I do not expect him back next year. I think Al Washington is their number one candidate. He may have already agreed to come to Ohio State for all we know. You know, but but until the opening's there, they may have an agreement with him and then tell him, look, just sit tight. We're going to give Bill Davis the coaching convention here to find another job, and if he doesn't find another job by Friday or Saturday, whatever, you know, then we'll make the move. This all could be done. You know, uh, Ryan Day didn't hire Mike Yurkish with after one day, okay? There was right. conversations a lot earlier than that. Um, so... Let's just sit tight here. I don't expect Bill Davis back. And just because Davis hasn't been fired, you know, as of Monday morning and Al Washington's not the head coach or, or the uh, linebacker coach right now, doesn't mean that it'll happen. So I would just preach a little patience here, and let's just sit tight on this. One name I want to ask you about that's been floated out there a little bit, Matt House. He uh, is obviously Kentucky's defensive coordinator. Um, I mean, the Wildcats were, had a very good defense this year, number 23 in the country in total defense, fourth-best defense in the SEC, um, not their division of the SEC, but the entire SEC, fourth in the SEC. He's a Michigan State grad. He's a native of Harrison, Michigan. Also has been a D.C. at Pitt and Florida International. Um, any chance Matt House, I guess I should say, is there a realistic chance Matt House could come to Ohio State? I don't think Matt House would leave Kentucky to come to Ohio State to be the linebacker coach. 
What about co defensive yeah. coordinator? They told him like you, you're kind of the, the yeah, DC is waiting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think so because he already has a, a DC job at a Power Five school. I mean, Grinch did it. You know, Grinch left Power Five DC to come be Shiano's caddy, and you see how well right. that worked out. Yeah, you know, last right. year you get a little tired yeah. of not the once you've been the guy, it's hard to not be the guy. So I don't think so on Matt House, unless Matt House is their guy. And maybe that's why they let Grinch walk. And maybe they're going to tell Shiano, you got to find a job here, because we're making Matt House the D coordinator in five days. You know, these things, like I said, there could be a lot of things going on that we're not privy to right now. I don't see Matt House coming here to Ohio State just to be linebacker coach with the phony baloney code DC title. I don't think he would do that, but, you know, you never know. Um, you know, got to see how this plays out. I think the coaching convention is huge this week, and I think by the end of this week, you're going to see a lot of things clarified with the assistant coach stuff. And looking at Ohio State's secondary coaching situation, uh, Tabor Johnson, a lot of people think, you know, he might be on the way out. I want, want to get your take on that. Plus, the name a lot of people are floating out there, Corey Raymond uh, from LSU, the DB coach there. Here's the thing about Corey Raymond, though. Tell me what I'm missing, Bank. This is a guy... Born and raised in Louisiana, played for LSU. I don't know why he would want to leave LSU unless there's something I'm missing here. I mean, but just unpack all that for me. Do you think David Johnson's out? And what am I missing about Corey Raymond? Why would he even want to leave LSU to come to Ohio State when he's a LSU guy through and through? Yeah, well, first off with Tabor, I don't think he's on the way out, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet my firstborn on that either. Um, I think he's going to get that second year, but, you know, don't hold me to that. This is Ryan Day and a guy who has to win, you know, okay? So there's going to be no loyalty. He didn't hire Tabor Johnson. So there's not going to be any loyalty shown. And Urban's not running this program anymore. And if he was, you'd probably see Corey Dennis as a quarterback coach, and things wouldn't look the way they look now. So I think Tabor, we'll see. Let's hold off. But Corey Raymond could come in as Alex Grinch's replacement. Corey is an LSU guy through and through. When I check, I think he's making like 375. Ohio State could probably pay him six. So right there, you got, you know, you have my attention at hello there. That's one reason. The second thing could be he could feel that he's pigeonholed in that job as the LSU great recruiter slash secondary coach. And he may want to branch out, spread his wings a little bit, um, really diversify his resume. So I could see him leaving LSU, although, you know, the reasons you mentioned are pretty strong. Played there, coached there, legend there. But with these assistant coaches, everything is looking down the road four or five years, and what enhances his resume? What makes him a candidate to be a defensive coordinator someday? Is it staying at LSU in that same position year after year, or is it, you know, enhancing that resume maybe with Ohio State on the resume to go with LSU? And that's going to have to be his call. But I could see huge pay increase, diversify the resume. I could see it happening. Makes a lot of sense now that you – Explain that to me. Okay, one more thing about coaches, then we'll move on to recruiting. Alex, our, our friend Alex Kleidman just can't get away, and that's that's why he's 
he's so good at what he does. He's on a sabbatical and he's still uh, uh, throwing news and, and rumors up there. He's hearing that Greg Madison might be in play to come to Ohio State. I don't even know. That doesn't really make sense to me, but Alex Alex has good sources. Are you hearing that there's any chance Greg Madison could come to Ohio State as an assistant coach? That does not make sense to me at all, but... You know, like I say, some people hear things I don't hear, and some people have better sources than I have. Since the first I've heard it, um, looking at it on the surface, you know, he is a kind of a Larry Johnson clone, and I don't know why you would need, you know, two older dudes that both coach the same spot. And see, Madison's ties, Madison's ties were to Urban. I don't know that Greg Madison has any tie with Ryan Day. And I just think it would be such a duplication. I mean, I, I don't, I don't see what role he fills at Ohio State. I can see Al Washington coming in, but I don't see Greg Madison. Although they may name him to the staff tonight, and I'm going to say, "Holy crap! I didn't see that coming." So I, 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 I would say it doesn't make sense to me. But this is coaching, you know, and a lot of times these things don't make sense. Yeah, I'll be I'll be shocked if that happens. He'd have to come as like linebacker coach, and as you mentioned, he's, he's you know you said it well. He's like a Larry Johnson clone, older guy, defensive line coach. It just makes no sense at all. But we'll see what happens. Hopefully, Al Washington materializes. That'd be that'd be very interesting. I guess I like you. There's one more name out there. We love to talk about in the media and you know, Ohio State fans, which we're kind of like both. We kind of we kind of teeter on both of those sides. You know, we're both Ohio State. We want Ohio State to do well, and we're in the media. But fans and media both like talking about Marcus Freeman perhaps coming to Ohio State. Is that something that's they're talking about much inside the whack? Is Ryan Day really talking about that? Or is that just something more like fans and media like talking about that Marcus Freeman could come to Ohio State as like a pro DC linebackers coach? Well, I think Al Washington is their guy. And there are reports that Al Washington has been offered a position on the Ohio State staff. I don't know that that's true, but I think Al Washington would be their guy. So, should Al decide to stay at at Michigan, I think Marcus Freeman is very viable. I mean, extremely viable. Marcus, you know, again, money plays a part in everything. Marcus is making less than 300000 at UC. Now, he does call the defense. So, coming to Ohio State with that phony baloney, code DC thing, I don't know. I, he might do that because it's, it's home, he played here, and it's, you know, one of the top power five programs in America. But he would take that 275 and turn that into probably 650. And, you know, you know, tell your wife you're going to double, triple your salary and see what she says, Dave. Um, so, I, I think Marcus would listen. And, you know, but I think Al Washington is the, their number one choice. So I don't think Bill Davis is coming back. I think Al Davis, or I think Al Davis, yeah, they need him badly. I think Al Washington would be number one, and I think Marcus Freeman would get consideration, you know, along with Matt House behind, behind Al Washington. All right, as promised, we'll move on to recruiting. We could have just made the whole show about uh, talking coaching stuff. There's just so much... Interesting coaching stuff to talk about, Bank, but um, recruiting-wise, Doug Nestor sounds like things are maybe trending back in Ohio State's favor here. What, what, do you think Doug Nestor will ultimately sign with Ohio State? Um, I kind of do think he's going to. I think Ohio State would feel a lot better if he would announce he's signing with Ohio State and <laughs> not taking any more visits and not taking any more phone calls and 
put out a statement that I'm, you know, I'm all Ohio State, so Penn State, Georgia, and Virginia Tech, no need to call me. I'm not taking your calls. I don't think that's happening. So as long as he's snooping and visiting and sniffing around other schools, then the statements he makes to the media are basically worthless. You know, this is the old, you know, we learned this how many years ago. You know, look at what they do, not what they say. And, and that's the case here. You know, he can, he can end all this stuff today by putting out a statement, no visits, you know, no coaches should call me, I'm a Buckeye, I'm signing in February, leave me alone. And I don't think he's doing that. So his statements, you know, they sound good, but let's see. Let's see how he gets through this visit cycle. Who else might they add to the 2019 class? Is there any names you can throw out there you feel, feel pretty confident they're going to add in the late signing period? Well, you know, they're they're uh, tracking uh, MJ Devonshire, the DB. I don't think – Yeah, I just don't think he's a corner. I think he's a safety. But they need bodies right now in that old line. So you've got it. They have to keep Nestor. I mean, that is so huge for them. And then there's the old lineman that they just recently offered, uh, the kid from Hawaii. I wanted to try to pronounce his name. Uh, Enoki Vimahi, or, yeah, I'll let you handle that one. Um, he, he plays tackle in high school, but I, like I said, he's a guard, but he's a pretty good player. So, but I don't, I don't think he's leaving. Uh, I think he's going to USC. I don't think he's coming to Ohio State, but boy, you sure fight that thing to the death because they need, they need bodies there. You know, they, they can't, they can't go with what they have right now. You know, so that's why they're tracking that DeWan Jones. I mean, they got to come out of this with four, and right now they have two, and they didn't get anywhere near what they needed last year either. So this, this area is a concern. It's a huge concern from what happens on the field to how recruiting's going, overall talent, overall depth. This is the area that it, I mean, and, and they're you know they're one loss, and they're one of the top teams in America. But I, I think fans want to see Ohio State up there with Alabama and Clemson. I don't think they want to see a team that, you know, competes for the Big Ten East every year. So you start talking national championship team, everything you see out of this O-line is just not national championship caliber. So I think that's to get better there. If you want to talk national championships and, you know, we're Bama, we're Clemson, well, you better improve that area. So, and I don't think it's, you know, well, I don't want to say, but they need to get better in that area. Let's leave it at that. Justin Fields' mania has hit Columbus. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, I think he's going to be the starter. I don't think he'd come here unless they told him, like, you're, you're at least probably going to be the starter. Um, so just, I mean, what do you think is going to happen with Fields? Do you think he's pretty much the automatic starter? How do you think he's going to do in 2019? What's going to happen with Tate Martell? Do you think Tate Martell's going to stay? transfer, maybe Tate Martell's going to win the job, maybe Matthew Ball's going to win the job. I don't know. Just what, you know, unpack all that for me, Bank. Well, I don't think Matthew Baldwin has prepared winning this job. He hasn't played football in a while. He wasn't even healthy this year at Ohio State, so give him time. I like the kid a lot, and I mean a lot, but let's let him develop. Let him come off the injury. Um, Tate Martell's in an interesting, interesting position. Um, I know Nevada's saying that he's going to graduate this spring. I have never seen 
a kid, and I'm not questioning him at all because he's good at what he does, but I've never seen a kid graduate in two years and then have three years of eligibility instantly. So if they can do that, more power to it. Well, I did check with Ohio State and ask them about this, and their reply was they're not aware that he's on track to graduate. So we'll leave that lay as it is. If Tate can get his degree, that gives him so much more power. If he doesn't get his degree, say Tate, you know, doesn't graduate, then he should stay. He should stay in battle. Um, even if he loses the job to Justin Fields, guys get hurt, guys play bad. There's always the chance that Justin Fields doesn't get granted instant eligibility. And in that case, Tate Martell is the starting quarterback for Ohio State next year. So go win 15 straight games, put a national title trophy in the case, and you're the man. You know, so Tate has – I don't think it's automatic that he has to leave Ohio State tonight. Um, with Justin, I mean, he, he's got a lot of talent, Dave. I mean, he's got a lot of talent. Now, we've seen very talented guys flop before. We've seen guys that were not highly rated be tremendous before. But looking at what we know about Justin Fields, it's pretty remarkable talent. And I don't think he's coming here to sit. Okay? And I don't think Ryan Day, you know, I don't think Ryan I, – I wouldn't say Ryan Day has guaranteed him he's going to be the starter – but I think Justin has to feel pretty good that if he gets granted instant eligibility, and I think he's going to, but I think he's got to feel pretty good that he's going to be the starter next year for Ohio State. So interesting dynamic here. Um, and, and Ryan Day, he, he's going to have to manage this. He's going to have to walk through this minefield and not let this team get torn apart by this. Um, I do think they went to Justin, and I think he's been told not to answer Tate on Twitter. You know, Tate, Tate threw a few bombs last week. Justin, to his credit, did not answer. And then when he commits to Ohio State, the bottom of his statement says, no interviews, not making any statements, talk to Jerry Emig if you need anything from me. And that was telling. And then Saturday when the picture came out of Urban and, Dwayne Haskins and Justin Fields celebrating at the basketball game. I mean, that was a perfect opportunity for Tate to kind of get loose on Twitter, and he did. And I think they've went to him as well. And I think he's been told, this is your brother. This is your teammate. You are to battle him tooth and nail, fight him to the death for this job, but we're not going to let you guys rip this team apart. So, um that's the dynamic that Ryan Day is kind of a minefield he has to walk through, and it's going to be interesting to watch. I mean, this is going to be the story. As soon as Justin made it official, he's coming to Ohio State. It's like, buckle up, because it's going to be good every day. And I mean every day through June, July. It's going to be fun every day to follow this all the way to the first game. Yeah, this stuff is fascinating. I mean, everything we talk about on the show, I just, I just love it all. It's just all, all of this stuff is just so interesting. It's such a, an intriguing time of the year for Ohio State football. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, Bill Bank Green, you always come strong. Thank you very much, Bank, and thanks for our whistles out there for tuning in the show. I appreciate that as well. Hope everyone has a great day. Let's go to Buckeye Swag, about to abandon the land.